Krishna everyone and we are back with the easy journey to other planets by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Page number 22. In the fifth chapter of the Brahma Samhita there is a description of the variegated planetary system that is within the material world. It is also indicated in the Bhagavad Gita that there are variegated planetary systems in hundreds of thousands of material universes, and that altogether these universes comprise only a fraction, one-fourth of the creative energy of the Godhead. The majority, three-fourths, of the Lord's creative energy is manifested in the spiritual sky, called the Paravyoma or the Vaikuntha Loka. These instructions of the Brahma Samhita and the Bhagavad Gita may be finally confirmed by the material scientists as he researches into the existence of the anti-material world. In addition, a February 21, 1960 Moscow News release reported, quote, Russia's well-known professor of astronomy, Boris I'm Russian, I can say. Boris Varantsov Vilaminov Vilyaminov. Boris Valantsov Vilyaminov said that there must be an infinite number of planets in the universe inhabited by beings endowed with reason. Unquote. This statement of the Russian astronomer is a confirmation of the information given in the Brahma Samhita, which states Yasya Prabha Prabhavato Jagandanda Koti Koti Shvasheshava Sudati Vibhuti Binam Tad Brahma Nishkalamananta Mashesha Bhutam Govinda Madi Purusham Tamaham Vajami According to this quote from the Brahma Samhita, there are not only infinite numbers of planets as confirmed by the Russian astronomer, but there are also infinite numbers of universes. All these infinite universes with their infinite planets within are floating on and are produced from the Brahman effulgence emanating from the transcendental body of Mahavishnu, who is worshipped by Brahma, the presiding deity of the universe in which we are residing. The Russian astronomer also confirms that all the planets which are estimated to be not less than 100 million are inhabited. In the Brahma Samhita there is also indication that in each and every one of the infinite number of universes there are infinite numbers of variegated planets. The astronomer's view was seconded by Professor Vladimir Alpatov. A biologist who maintained that some of the above-mentioned planets had reached a state of development corresponding to that of the Earth. The report from Moscow continued, quote, it could be that life similar to that on Earth flourishes on such planets. Doctor of Chemistry Nikolai Zhirov, covering the problem of atmosphere on the planets pointed out that the organism of a Martian, for instance, could very well adapt itself to normal existence with a low body temperature. 
He said that he felt that the gaseous composition of the atmosphere of Mars was quite suitable to sustain life of beings which have become adapted to it." Unquote. The adaptability of organisms in different varieties of planets is described in the Brahma Samhita as Vibhuti Bhinam, meaning each and every one of the innumerable planets within the universes is endowed with a particular type of atmosphere, and the living beings there are advanced in science, psychology, etc. according to the superiority or inferiority of the atmosphere. Vibhuti means special power, and Bhinam means variegated. Scientists who are attempting to explore outer space in an attempt to reach other planets by mechanical means must realize that organisms adapted to the atmosphere of the Earth cannot exist in the atmospheres of other planets. As such, man's attempt to reach the Moon, the Sun or Mars will be completely futile because of the different atmospheres prevailing on those planets. Yes, with all due respect to cosmology and to space people and all the cosmic scientific exploration, this is really true. At least in our material bodies, we will not be able to go there. Individually, however, see? <laughs> Individually, however, one can attempt to go to any planet he desires. But this is only possible by psychological changes in the mind. Mind is the nucleus of the material body. The gradual evolutionary progress of the material body depends on psychological changes within the mind. The change of the bodily construction of a worm into that of a butterfly and in modern medical science the conversion of a man's body into that of a woman or vice versa are more or less dependent on psychological changes. In the Bhagavad Gita it is said that if a man at the time of death concentrates his mind upon the form of the Personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna, and while so doing relinquishes his body, he at once enters the spiritual existence of the entire material world. This means that anyone who trains the mind to turn from matter to the spiritual form of the Godhead by performance of the prescribed rules of devotional service can easily attain the kingdom of God in the anti-material sky. And of this there is no doubt. And in the same way, if one desires to enter into any other planet of the material sky, he can go there just after quitting the present body, meaning after death. Thus, if someone wants to go to the moon, the sun or Mars, he can do so simply by performing acts for the purpose. The Bhagavad Gita confirms the statement in the following words. Quote, that upon which a person meditates at the time of death, quitting his body absorbed in the thought thereof, that particular thing he attains after death. Unquote. 
Maharaja Bharata, despite a life of severe penances, thought of a stag at the time of his death and thus became a stag after life. However, he did retain a clear consciousness of his past life and realized his mistake. It is important to realize that one's thoughts at the time of death are influenced by the actual deeds which one performs during his life. In the Srimad Bhagavatam, 3rd Canto, chapter 32, the process of entering the moon is described as follows. Quote, Materialistic-minded men, who have no information of the kingdom of God, are always mad after material acquisition of wealth, fame and adoration. Such men are interested in the progressive wheel of their particular family unit for their own self-gratification, self-satisfaction, and so are also interested in the progress of social and national welfare. These men attain their desired objects by material activities. They are mechanically engaged in the ritualistic discharge of prescribed duties and are consequently inclined to satisfy the pitas, or bygone forefathers, and controlling demigods by performance of sacrifices, as prescribed by the revealed scriptures. Addicted to such acts of sacrifices and ceremonial observances, such souls enter into the moon after death. When one is thus promoted to the moon, he receives the capacity to enjoy the drinking of Soma Rasa, a celestial beverage. The moon is a place where the demigod Chandra is the predominating deity. The atmosphere and amenities of life there are far more comfortable and advantageous than those here on earth. After reaching the moon, if a soul does not utilize the opportunity for promotion to better planets, he is degraded and forced to return to earth or a similar planet. However, materialistic persons, although they may attain to the topmost planetary systems, are certainly annihilated at the time of the cosmic manifestations dissolution. Unquote. As far as the planetary system of the spiritual sky is concerned, there are unlimited Vaikuntha planets in the Paravyoma. Vaikunthas are spiritual planets which are manifestations of the internal potency of the Lord, and the ratio of these planets to the material planets, external energy, in the material sky is 3 to 1. So the poor materialist is busy making political adjustments on a planet which is most insignificant in God's creation. To say nothing of this planet Earth, the whole universe with innumerable planets throughout the galaxies is comparable to a grain of mustard seed in a bag full of mustard seeds. But the poor materialist makes plans to live comfortably here and thus wastes 
his valuable human energy in something which is doomed to frustration. Instead of wasting his time with business speculations, he might have sought the life of plain living and high spiritual thinking and thus saved himself from perpetual materialistic unrest. Okay, I would like to stop on this point actually. <laughs> so the link to this book is in the description and we shall see you next time. Hare Krishna!